Angels are like diamonds. They can't be made. You have to find them. Each one is unique. Hello and welcome to episode 298 of Under the Cull of MS. This is going to be a normal Tuesday episode. A little bit of comics, a little bit of MS, hell stuff, a little bit of whatever. And that was a quote from Charlie's Angels, because we're going to start off talking about, we're going to kind of like go back in time this today and talk about some older style comics. They're newer comics, but they're older characters. Starting with Charlie's Angels versus the Bionic Woman. This is number one. We get to see some characters that are kind of, I assumed were Charlie's Angels, because it's three characters dressed up like ninjas. Can't tell. They look like they're females. I can't really tell with the outfits on. So I just just, just randomly assume it's got to be the Charlie's Angels girls. And then there's a girl up in a tree by a searchlight. And she's got to, I'm assuming, has to be the bionic woman. But in this this book, it kind of, like, confuses you with a lot of the layout in it. But it is interesting. It's fun. It brings back memories of the Charlie's Angels and bionic woman back in the, what it was, the early 80s, I think, when it was on TV. Back in the great period where we had the Incredible Hulk and the Greatest American Hero and all those shows. But yeah, we get to see them work on a little spy mission and stuff that's going on and they're kind of like crossing paths with the Bionic Woman and they end up working together on a mission trying to find figure some things out. This one poor guy just gets this delivery guy or worker just keeps getting hit on (laughs) by one of the girls and he keeps doing stuff for him but of course she never really helps the guy out or takes him on a date or anything just uses him but throughout this we get to see the girls meet up with the bionic woman and some things are going to be happening in the near future. I was I bought this because they just have one issue. So I was hoping maybe it was a one-shot. But apparently it's a little ongoing run that they did back in the day. Looks like it was done... Oh, first printing looks like 2019 that this came out. They do have a little synopsis here. Once upon a time... There were three little girls who went to the police academy, and they were each assigned very hazardous duties. But I took them away from all that, and now they work for me. But can even they overcome a woman who is better, stronger, faster, and complete their critical mission? My name is Charlie, and this is the story of Charlie's Angels versus the bionic woman. But yeah, I really want to see where this is going to go. I want to see the the two entities clash. See what happens with the storyline. But sadly, it wasn't in a one shot. Which I should have known because size wise it was too small to have a good complete story in there. So I should have looked for other ones, but. I will find them down the road eventually. Then a while back, we talked about uh, uh, what was it? He was a like a green skeleton type character. Uh, I can't can't think of his name. Dang it! But back, it was like Hitler era based. Uh, character that was turned into basically his flesh and everything was melted away and he was turned into a 
Star Killer or something like that. But we talked about it like a couple weeks ago. Within the last couple weeks. But then I found out that there was two other issues after that. And they're by Scout Comics. And it's Count this one is Count Dra- Count Draco Knuckle Duster. And it's a issue one one shot. But it's a follow-up to the other one that we talked about. And I don't I am going to have to get the third one if I can find it. I have not seen it anywhere yet. But this Knuckle Duster character. uh, He knows all about the whole thing with the the Green Skull character. (laughs) I know. I screwed this all up by not having anything written down to remember all their names and stuff. But when he talks to the other character, he finds out that he's got the girl with the special powers with him. And he says he's going to bring him to Count Draco. But Count Draco kind of gets scammed and the other character kind of takes off to disappear. And it's all there. Powers and stuff are based upon some crystal crystalline thing that they're using. And so this Count Drago character is now hunting down our our gentleman from the the Star Killer gentleman from the first storyline. And along the way this Count Drago character can kinda like replay people's memories he's got like some mystical powers that he can mess with people's minds and control their thoughts and stuff like that uh he's known as a celestial sorcerer and like the other character was given different lives throughout different types of experimentations from these Nazi type uh, entities that they were based around. But throughout this storyline, we get to go deeper into him trying to get to the star killer character and get the girl that's with them that has a special power so he can use her powers to do whatever. He has planned, but a big fight breaks out, a bunch of things happen, and in the back of the book, the third storyline is apparently called Vice Admiral Acker, and he looks like a Nazi henchman, kind of like mummified up, he's all bandaged up. So it'll be interesting who this character is. And like the other one, they have the fake, the kind of like little create your own killer toys adventure in the back with these different character toys. And you can actually buy the action figures and like Phantom Star Killer. They got the Galona Dark one. They've had a couple catalogs back and then the Contraco figures out. And I'm sure this other character will come out with their figure. They got some nice poster art in the back of the characters. But yeah, by Scout Comics, it's a Black Caravan thing again, which I don't know what that is. If that's just, and it, this is a Scout Comics imprint. I don't know if it's just like Black Caravan just means like something from the past that's being brought back. And offered to the masses again. And then. I happened to get. A really good deal. On Flash Gordon volume 7 comics. I got the first eight. And I got all the. Little Flash 
covers, which are, I mean, they're Ken Hazer Little Flash covers, whereas when I see them, I instantly think, uh, now I got, yeah, I got the wrong... Wrong character, wrong artist in my head. I'm thinking Scotty Young. Is it Scotty Young? I don't know. It's got the that goofy young character look. But I'm gonna have to grab this. So I will get back to you in a bit with some more Flash Gordon. I got a comic deal for you. Just send the amount of the donation that you want to spend, and you will get the comic shipped to you. Send it to PayPal at KevinTheDuckPool at gmail.com. Inside the U.S., you can, for a $15 donation, you can get a Gemini box with five random comics in it. For a $30 donation, you can get a priority mail padded flat rate envelope with 12 random comics in it. For a $100 donation, you get a priority mail medium flat rate box with 40 random comics in it. Comics are in fair to very good condition, may have been used on the podcast, may have never been read. International people, for a $50 donation, you can get a priority mail padded flat rate envelope with 12 random comics in it. And a $125 donation gets a priority mail medium flat rate box with with 40 random comics in it. Put a message in the notes of what your donation is for, and we will get that out to you as soon as we see it. Okay, I'm back to talk about Flash with the little Flash covers. I think it is Scotty Young. I'm terrible with artists and writers and all that stuff. Getting better with it. Starting to learn more. But this is fun because it gave me a flashback of the old Flash Gordon uh, movie and the little series and stuff back in the days. Uh Back in the 70s time. And it starts out with Flash being his little wild man self. His little, he was always the big athlete. Always doing doing everything to max effort. Uh, always liking to do the thrills. and Anything that was risky and challenging. He liked to get his hands on. Check it out. But throughout this, some things happen, and Flash gets taken to a new realm, to a new place, a new time. And gets to find out about Ming, Emperor Ming on Mongo, who is basically controlling this universe that he's in now, and... Causing all kinds of problems with all kinds of different entities along the way. Let's start out with the first one. Landing in Arborea, which is basically a land of giant woods and trees. And they deal with things along the way there. And get themselves in some trouble. And run into some characters that... Are part of Ming's posse, and they have to find their ways to escape, find their find ways to irritate Ming along the way, as they're good at. Uh, we find out that these characters that they land that they meet in Arborea have like these giant slug creatures that the warriors will battle with and flash ends up jumping into the battle because he gets all excited he's like oh i can do that challenge no problem grab the flag i'll get the flag and he does his fancy little maneuvering and shows him that he can do it just as well if not better than anybody else and then they find out about these little interesting little balls that hang off these shiny balls that hang off the trees and they have like gases in them and can explode if you hit them with something 
They have a little synopsis in the second one here. It says, Flash is great at everything on Earth, as long as it's not important. He just crash-landed his space plane in some place called Arborea, where a blue archer guy named Prince Baron believes he and his friends are royal historians from the oppressive Ming regime of Mongol. The historian thing was Dale Arden's idea. She's smarter than Flash. Everybody's smarter than Flash. Professor Zarko's here too. Mostly drinking. Adventure. But these three together are fun. I, I like how they kept it. All based off the old storyline. Kept all the same characters and everything. But we get to find out that Ming's turning... people into beast in some type of factory that he's had these people build to sacrifice their own people in. And along the way, he just keeps doing worse and worse things, of course. And Flash just keeps doing what he can to frustrate Ming and get in his way and anytime he sees any type of abuse or anything of course flash is going to jump in without thinking twice and just cause trouble but also help people that are helpless along the way and that's how he is good at making friends and eventually getting a bunch of the clans together to go after ming they're from earth they crash-landed in a faraway world called Arborea that's overseen by a blue guy named Baron, but ruled by Ming the Merciless. Dale figured it was best to make Baron think that they were there on behalf of Ming. That way, Baron wouldn't kill them or whatever. This plan worked until Flash saw that Baron's people were being subjected to horrible experiments that turned them into hulking beast people. That's when Flash did the thing Flash always does. Jump without thinking. Start causing problems. But yeah, all these were a lot of fun. I, I was really glad I picked these up. We uh, get to meet these blue characters in Arborea. We get to go to the... Um, Realm, the Sky Realm, and get to meet the characters with wings flying around, and we get to get the, a little taste of the sirens that play with Flash and the other scientists' minds, except for the female scientist, because she can't hear their cries and their pleas and their little mind control that they use on men. Uh, but this is so much fun all, all the way through this. It's just, it was a great, great reintroduction to Flash Gordon. Uh, and these were all done by Dynamite Entertainment. And like I said, it's, it says volume seven on the sticker. Uh, and I got the first eight. I'm not sure how far. That run has gone. But if I can get more of them, I gladly will. And uh, this comic I just picked up because this next one called Rocket Girl. This is by Image Comics. It's number six. Why would I get number six? Well, I got it for, I think, a dollar and 12 cents. And it's autographed by two people, Brandon Montclair and Amy Reader. So I figure what the heck. It's an autographed comic for a dollar something. I'll check it out. See what it's all about. And we get to see this kind of I don't know, it's similar to our times in this world. And we get to see Rocket Girl and this lady just bickering back and forth. 
going out to eat. And along the way, they're just constantly arguing about a bunch of stupid things. And the older lady gets in a fight with some people. And Rocket Girl just gets sick of it and goes on her way. And you actually see that she's in a room with other people with rocket suits. And they're getting prepped up. And they're kind of like... I'd say kind of like deputy sheriffs, they're rocket police. Uh, but yet they look like they're the way they do things and handle things. It's almost like they're amateurs. Like they're just freshly starting out or new to this job. The one, and they both, I guess, on their chest have like a Russian symbol. At least one of them does. She's got the old uh, half moon and the hammer symbol on her chest. And then Rocket Girl must be from different part of the planet. Cause she's got a different symbol on her chest. But when they come across a few characters that are causing some problems. They end up getting themselves in a little scuffle that kind of surprises them, kind of scares them a little bit, kind of sets them in a different direction. And we see Rocket Girl go back to her normal life outside the bureau or whatever they're part of. And get back to the older lady that she constantly is bickering with. But with it being issue six, I don't know who this character really is, what she's all about. All I know is she's got a rocket suit. Her name's Rocket Girl. It wasn't a bad story for where it was, but I just couldn't figure out much of who anybody was or what was going on with the storyline since it it put us in the middle of something that was already going on that I knew nothing about. But it was an autographed comic for a dollar something. So I picked it up, figured I'd check it out. And then I think I will... And the comic part of that, for now, we went and seen uh, Resident Evil at the movie theaters. I'm trying to think of what it, the new Resident Evil movie is called. can't remember if it's just Raccoon City or Welcome to Raccoon City or something like that. I was very pleased. I am a huge Resident Evil fan. I've played all the games tons of times. I've conquered the first three probably 30, 40 times each. I, uh, the regular versions, the director cut versions, I have in my Xbox alone, I have probably... 10 different Resident Evil style games downloaded in there, if not more. But I will always gladly pick up an old Resident Evil game and just replay it. I've always enjoyed those. But I loved how they did the movie this time. Uh, the past movies were okay. They were enjoyable. Lots of great creatures and all that stuff. But storyline-wise... It wasn't based as tight with the games as this one is. I'd say this one ran perfectly off the first two video games. We got to deal with the Raccoon City. We got to deal with the police department. We got to deal with the mansion. We got to deal with the railway. We got to deal with... They nicely played out... Uh, 
Well, I will just say the piano. If you're a fan of the game, you'll understand. They nicely played out the piano portion of the game. Even the first, right when you get into the police, or into the mansion, and you start exploring, and you find that first zombie that you're looking at his back as he's just mowing away on some poor bastard laying on the ground, some police officer or whatever. I mean, when you go into the big dining room with the fireplace and you go through the door on the right and then you go left down the hallway and you come around the corner and you see that first zombie, that one that one was depicted nicely in the movie. Uh, gives you that feel of being right there in the beginning of the game. Of course, you got the tanker truck, you got the dogs, you got the zombified crows, all the all depicted in here. We didn't get as many mass quantities of creatures as you would expect. That, I have a feeling the next movie is going to be very well loaded with it. Uh, we do get introductions into a few of the key characters. Uh creature characters from the games we have a lot of the we got Wesker, we got Leon, we got Claire, we got a variety of the characters in here I love how they brought a good amount of them in all the ones that you would see in those beginning games and stuff instead of wasting our time with a bunch of and if you play the game, you go back and forth, constantly going back and forth to get keys, to get messages, to get notes, to find out hints and clues and all that stuff. The nice way they did it, did it with this movie, they took a really creepy girl. She was an awesome character. I, I like I liked the way they did it. They put her in there. And she basically fills in for that stuff so you don't have to deal with a bunch of bunch of wasted storyline, explaining things, going back and forth, all that stuff. So it's nice. You know, it's not like the standard movies. I mean, usually the first movie you get with a lot of movies are just explanations. I mean, you'll spend the first half to two-thirds of the movie just getting an explanation for what's going on. But yeah, I was very happy with the way they did this film. I'm looking forward to ongoing ones. I'm looking forward to rewatching it. I was, when it first came out, I'm like really hoping that they weren't going to go off Resident Evil 7 and 8, where it's getting more into the inbred murder cycle family type thing, kind of getting into the House of a Thousand Corpses feel. Uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre type feel with the games and characters. I like the earlier versions, basically Resident Evil 1 to 6 are the games that made the franchise. I think 7 and 8, they should have just made a whole different game and just left it not be Resident Evil. But I also haven't played those two games. So I, I played around with the VR a little bit and I did enjoy that with the seventh one, Biohazard. That was fun. I'm looking forward to getting a smartphone some damn day so I can get a VR headset and play some VR games. But uh, yeah, it's I was very happy with the the way that movie played out. And of course, me and the wife went to the theater again. Only two people in the theater. So we just moved to a center area and tried out a center seat this time. Actually more enjoyable than other seats for the amphitheater part. So usually I like an aisle seat on the regular theaters, but in the amphitheater you're pushed way off to the side. So I, I like center seats better for that one. But yeah, it was a lot of fun. Looking forward to this Friday. Um, going with a few other people to go see the new Spider-Man. No Way Home, I think it is. And I picked up the first two Spider-Man and stupidly 
<laughs> my DVD I got. It's got Spider-Man Far From Home on the top and Spider-Man Homecoming on the bottom. So, like an idiot, I watched Far From Home first. <laughs> and then I realized, well, I was, of course, told multiple times, but my stupid brain wouldn't remember it, that Homecoming was the first one. But I still ended up watching Far From Home first. But that's fine. I'll watch them backwards, and I can watch them forward later on down the line again. But, yeah, I'll probably watch Homecoming tomorrow and get that under my belt so I know what's up with everything. And then check out the No Way Home or whatever it's called this Friday. Looking forward to that. That's it for those goodies today. And I will get back to you with some multiple sclerosis health stuff right after this. Okay, we're, we're going to probably go through some medications over the next few weeks and stuff on and off and try and get up to date on anything new that's going on out there. I figure I'll start out with the first one that I was put on for multiple sclerosis, and that was my Copaxone Glatamir Acetate Injection that I had to do. Started out with the thing everyday injection, which sucked. And then it went to three times a week every other every other day, of course, as soon as I start talking. Got the hiccups. Kind of a hiccup burp all together going on here. Excuse me. Alright. So, uh, they've had to be around longer than that. It's a 25 years of Cuba's commitment to MS patients, but They're here today, here yesterday, here every step of the way with resources and support for those living with MS since 1996. I guess they haven't been around as long as I thought they were. But Copaxone is a prescription medicine that is used to treat relapsing forms of multiple sclerosis. Usually if you're relapsing, remitting, or RMS... You might get put on Copaxone to start with when you're first diagnosed by some doctors that are not MS specialists or people that are lesser known to the multiple sclerosis world. Uh, It's to include clinically isolated syndrome, relapsing remitting disease, and active secondary progressive disease in adults, which I didn't know they were using Copaxone for secondary progressive. I wouldn't. I would think it's not aggressive enough. Serious side effects may happen right after or within minutes after you inject Copaxone. At any time during your course of treatment, call your doctor right away if you have any of these immediate post-injection reaction symptoms, including redness to your cheeks or other parts of your body, flushing, which every injection spot had redness. Almost every time I injected it, it usually puffed up, got hard, got hot, and red. Chest pain, fast heartbeat, anxiety, breathing problems, or tightness in your throat. I had a lot of heart rate changes while on Copaxone, slow thumping, fast heart rates, uh, tightness in my chest, breathing issues. Had more MS hug issues while on Copaxone myself. Uh, Swelling, rash, hives, or itching. If you have symptoms of an immediate post-injection reaction, do not give yourself more injections until the doctor tells you to. It's like I I told the the doctor right away that my injections puffed up, got hard, hot, and red, and... Oh, that's fine. That's just a normal side effect. Uh, ice it. Well, I think the key was to go heat first, inject, and then ice after. It's, or you can go the opposite way. But if you ice it first, you're hardening the skins, which make the injection harder to go into the skin probably. So I would say heat, 
heating at first is probably your best option. Uh, you can have chest pain as part of an immediate post-injection reaction or by itself. This type of chest pain usually lasts a few minutes and can begin around one month after you start using Copaxone. <laughs> Call your doctor right away if you have chest pain while using Copaxone. Damage to the fatty tissue under your skin surface, the lipoatrophy, and rarely death of your skin tissue, necrosis, can happen when you use Copaxone. Damage to the fatty tissue under your skin can cause a dent at the injection site that may not go away. You can reduce your chance of developing these problems by following your doctor's instructions for how to use Copaxone and choosing in different injection areas each time you use Copaxone. And it's one thing I always, because you'd get it once in a while where you have a temporary indent in your skin. You're like, oh shit, it's going to start sucking in and I'm going to have a big, big hole, big indent in my flesh. But thankfully I never had one that stayed. But it always worried me. I always stuck in my head. Liver problems, including liver failure, can occur with Copaxone. So call your healthcare provider right away if you have symptoms such as nausea, loss of appetite, tiredness, dark colored urine, and pale stools, yellowing of your skin or the white part of your eye, bleeding more easily than normal, confusion, or sleepiness. So I noticed uh, one of the coaches in football yesterday, he needs to go get checked out because his eyes are all yellow and jaundice looking and scary looking. And when I see him, I'm like, you might want to get yourself checked out there, buddy. But I would think that they got regular routine checkups, especially with all the COVID stuff. The most common side effects of Copaxone include redness, pain, swelling, itching, or a lump at the injection site, rash, rash, shortness of breath, flushing, and chest pain. And tell your doctor if you have any side effects that bother you or don't go away. Uh, let's see. Some stuff. Other things that come with it, uh, other than anxiety, chest pain, dyspnea, lymphadenopathy, palpitations, post-injection flare, urticaria, vasodilation, flushing, erythema at the injection site, induration at the injection site, Inflammation at the injection site. Itching at the injection site. I got a stupid rash. Itchy thing that's going on my chest. That's, I just can't get rid of. I've tried all kinds of stuff. It just keeps itching. I don't know what's causing that. I had it in this, just above my belly button. It got super red and would not stop itching. Now it's up in my chest area. But I'm not on Copaxone, so it's not that. <laughs> Pain at the injection site. Other side effects include eye disease, facial edema, laryngospasm, and chills. Oh, I hate the chills. I hate, 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 hate the chills. I haven't had them in a while. I've had minor bouts of them, but uh, some of those can last forever. And you go into the shit biting of the clanging of the teeth and the chitter chitters why can't i say that word chitters it's not chitters (laughs) or is it chitters it doesn't sound right (laughs) my brain is not accepting that word but uh some side effects that require immediate medical attention along with its needed effects gladomir The active ingredient contained in Copaxone may cause some unwanted effects, although not all of these side effects may occur. If they do occur, they may need medical attention, so contact your doctor or go see 
to the emergency room or whatever, depending on how you feel. Check with your doctor immediately if you have any of the following side effects occur while taking Gladimer Copaxone. Anxiety, which that we have pretty much all the time. I do. <laughs> Bleeding, hard lump, hives or welts. Itching, pain, redness, or swelling at the injection site. So that, I always got the lump. I always... I am bleeding. You might have a little blood come out from the needle insertion site, but I never had ongoing bleeding. Didn't have to worry about hives, but like welts, itching, pain, and redness, and swelling. That's all every every injection I was dealing with, something like that. Chest pain, cough, or hoarseness, excessive muscle tone. Excessive muscle tone. So if I'm looking good and my muscles are amped up, um, that's a bad thing. <laughs> I don't know what that really means. Uh, fast, irregular pounding or racing heartbeat or pulse. And be careful if you uh, are drinking like teas around the same time you're taking your injection. Some teas, tea or coffee can end up giving you an irregular heart rate also and then you increase it with the injection it can make it worse uh feeling of warmth fever or chills joint pain lower back or side pain a lot of which we have normally so it's going to be hard to detect unless it gets increased after your injection or something like that and take it into consideration probably neck pain Painful or difficult urination. Redness of the face, neck, arms, and occasionally upper chest. Skin rash. Swelling or puffiness of the face. Swollen, painful, or tender lymph glands in the neck, armpit, or groin. Trouble breathing. Some less common things are agitation. Bloating or swelling, confusion, difficulty with swallowing, feeling faint, dizzy, or lightheaded, headache, severe and throbbing, itching of the vagina or outside genitals, muscle aches or pain, pain during sexual intercourse, purple spots under the skin. How can you see them if they're under the skin? Shakiness in the legs, arms, hands, or feet. Small lumps under the skin. Spasm of the throat. Strong urge to urinate. Sweating. Swelling of the fingers, arms, feet, or legs. Thick, white, curd-like vaginal discharge without odor or with mild odor. Tightness in chest. Tingling of the hands or feet, trembling or shaking of the hands or feet, or unusual weight gain or loss. Then some rare side effects are blood in the urine, burning or stinging of the skin, continuous uncontrolled back and forth or rolling eye movements, decreased sexual ability, diarrhea, Difficulty with moving, ear pain, fast breathing, irritation of the mouth and tongue, thrush, loss of appetite, menstrual pain or changes, painful cold sores or blisters on the lips, nose, eyes, or genitals, sensation of motion, usually whirling, either of oneself or of one's surroundings, speech problems, and vision problems. A lot of these things are things that are things from MS. Uh, I'm really surprised they're relating it to just the injection. If it's only happening when you inject, then I can understand. But these are some incidences that are not known but may have happened with the Copaxone. 
abnormal vaginal bleeding or discharge, back pain, sudden and severe, bleeding gums, blindness, blurred or decreased vision, chest discomfort or heaviness, clear or bloody discharge from the nipple, (laughs) cloudy urine, coughing up blood, dark urine, decreased urine output, difficult or frequent urination, lump in the breast or under the arm, lump or swelling in the stomach, which maybe that's why I've had, well, I wasn't on Copaxil when I was getting that weird lump. Muscle weakness, sudden and progressing, nausea, nerve pain, nosebleeds, pain or discomfort in the arms or jaw, paralysis, persistent crusting or scaling of the nipple, prolonged bleeding from cuts, puffiness or swelling of the eyelids or around the eyes, lids or tongue, lips or tongue, rapid shallow breathing, recurrent fever, red or black tarry stools, redness or swelling of the breast, seizures, eye pain, extreme tiredness or weakness, drowsiness, dimpling of the breast skin, dilated neck veins, difficult or frequent urination. Uh, I mean, jeez, sore throat, stiff neck or back, stomach bloating, burning, cramping or pain, tearing, tenderness, pain, swelling, warmth, skin discoloration, and prominent superficial veins over the affected area, unusual tiredness or weakness, upper right abdominal or stomach pain, vomiting, yellow eyes or skin, light-colored stools, I mean light-colored, dark-colored, I mean bloody, I mean (laughs) they're covering every aspect here, large amounts of cholesterol in the blood, joint swelling, inverted nipple, I don't know what's up with the nipple issues. Indigestion, increased menstrual flow or vaginal vaginal bleeding, heartburn, headache, hair loss, general tiredness and weakness, general feeling of discomfort or illness. I mean, they just got everything you can think of covered. But yeah, you got to be careful. Lots of side effects with these medications. Make sure you're picking one that you definitely are interested in the effects, the outcome that you're hoping to get from it, and choose wisely. Don't let the doctor choose for you. Help, Have them help you decide, but in the long run, make the decision for yourself. It's like I wanted Mabenclad a few years ago. Before it came to the United States, I heard about it and got really excited about it because it was the closest thing I could think of to stem cell that I would be able to get because I will probably never get the opportunity to do stem cell research or anything because it's so damn expensive and it's not being offered to us yet. So unless I go to another country, I pretty much can't get stem cells. So I read up on Mavenclad and it's like it wipes out your TMB cells and you hopefully regrow new ones that won't harm you like your old ones did. And I'm like, okay, so I'm basically rebuilding my internal system, rebuilding my cells, and that's kind of what I want to do. So I was looking forward to it, but of course it wasn't in the U.S., but now it is, and now I got finally get the opportunity to actually check it out and see how it goes. So, So, yeah. Take side effects into consideration if you're going to look into it. And other than that, I think we're going to leave it there. What should we end it with today? Do something, something a little bit different here. Let's look at some quotes from a very interesting man. From The Walking Dead. Whose love he carries at his side. And she is known as Lucille. A bat that happens to do some evil in Negan's hands. 
Let's look at a few things here. Intimidations and insults. Oh, baby. We pissing our pants yet? Ooh, boy. Do I have a feeling we're getting close. It's going to be pee-pee pants city here real soon. Which one of you pricks is the leader? Uh, he was such an evil man. Anyone moves at all, cut the boys out of their fucking eye out and feed it to the girl. You can breathe. You can blink. You can cry. You're all going to be doing that. Uh, Negan, you're so mean. Let's see. Pardon me, young man. And fucking excuse the shit out of my goddamn French. But did you just threaten me? It sounded like a threat. But I like to be damn sure when it comes to these kinds of things. Ah, <laughs> uh, Negan. He likes to swear a lot in here. <laughs> Oh, yeah, we're just going to leave it at that. And we'll get back to you tomorrow with some wellness stuff. So be good to yourself. Be good to everybody else. Kick shit out of monster. Don't let them bring you down. Get the anxiety, stress, everything out of your life. We don't need that. Keep the bad people away. Keep the good people around you. Stay positive. Any negativity, just... Walk away. Push it away. Ignore them. They'll eventually realize they're a bunch of dumbasses. Uh, take care. Talk to you again soon. Oh, yeah. Check out Crimson Color Comic Club. Check out Under the Call. New episodes weekly on Crimson Color Comic Club. Still got lots of old episodes for you to look at under the call but check them out send us some questions comments rate review us let us know what you think we can use the feedback give us some questions to ask for random weekly questions and we'll talk to you again soon